time for solving the world's problems. And Simon Wilson, senior writer for The Herald, is with me in the Auckland studio. Hi, Simon. Hi there, Jesse. Lots to talk about, as always. <laughs> um, but you're interested in bipartisanship. And um, I guess the, the trigger for this conversation is the National Party's apparent withdrawal from a bipartisan agreement around around housing density. Yeah, so I don't want to talk about the housing density side of it, but about the, the bipartisan side of it, because, you know, solving the world's problems, you might think, I think a lot of people do think, that we need to have more common ground among our politicians so that we can progress. And if you look at that housing accord, the idea there on among both National and Labour was that We know what we need to do in our cities uh, in regard to housing. We know that we need a lot more houses. Mm. We know that if we spread into the countryside, that ruins good agricultural land. It creates enormous pressure on our transport system. It means you've got to add in more expensive infrastructure. It creates more isolated communities and on and on the problems of endless urban sprawl go. We know all that. And as a corollary of that, it means that we've got to find ways to put more housing, more dwelling units, more more homes uh, into the existing urban areas. But it's politically unpopular, and it's particularly politically unpopular among people who live in nice homes in leafy suburbs, uh, have reasonable uh, sections, and don't like the idea that uh, their neighbours should be able to put up a tower block or should be able to densify their suburb, unless, of course, they want to subdivide and do it themselves. There's (laughs) been an awful lot of that. Drive around um, the wealthier suburbs, and you'll see a lot of that. Um, However, what National Labour did was they said... Okay, if it's not electorally possible, if we're going to, if either one of us pushes a policy like that, and it's just going to mean we lose votes, then let's do it together because it is for the good of the country. And that kind of thinking strikes me as something we we really need a lot of. Yeah, I wonder if quite a few people breathed a bit of a sigh of relief when that was announced. Like, oh, they're working together to solve yeah. a common problem yeah. here. Even though, as I recall, not everyone thought that was a perfect policy. But the but the the theory that two major parties would work together on something which either of them might get punished for by the electorate yeah. if they come up with it yeah. by themselves is quite an appealing one. And you would think that a part of the whole process would be that if either side decides that the what they've agreed on isn't good enough and they want to change, then they sit down again and renegotiate the arrangement. They don't try and score political points by jumping out and just saying, no, no, we're not going to do that, vote for us instead. You can, I mean, this came up for housing, but there are other areas where you can see that it might start to become extremely valuable in in this country in the years to come. Um, There's going to be a point where we're going to need some coalition, uh, cross-party agreement on climate action. Um, It's a big... Wasn't Wasn't the Climate Commission a bipartisan... Uh, yes, it was. Initiative, yes, yeah. it was. So, you know, that, in that sense, it started there. There is a good precedent there. Um, you can see that, you know, parties make a lot of political capital out of crime and, and, and being tough on crime and are you tough enough and all of that kind of thing. But actually, when you talk to politicians who work in that sphere, you'll find that they all know uh, that crime is a complex problem. I, I asked Chris Luxon about this last week, uh, and he told me it's a very complex problem. You can't solve it easily. The work that social workers do on the ground is absolutely amazing. That's a direct quote. Um, 
and we need more of that. Uh, but you don't find that necessarily translating into political slogans. But while we need a whole lot of policies that makes dairy owners and other retailers safe, we also need a bipartisan agreement that says, actually, let's stop talking about soft on crime when what we're really talking about is the social support and the counselling and the health support and the housing and all the other uh, things that you can put into society you know, to make it possible for little kids to grow up leading valuable lives, valuable to themselves and their families and to the society. That would be an ambitious one. Sure, it would, by, but by you know, it'd be on. quite a good one, wouldn't it? Mm, well, <laughs> I, I mean, that's a, yeah, it's a pretty effective tool um, during an election campaign, isn't yeah, it? It really scratches an itch mm, for people. Yeah. In defence of the National Party, they might say that actually they don't disagree that more houses are needed. They've just come up with a better way of doing it, that but, actually densification isn't the right answer, that actually spreading is the right answer. They do say that, um, and they are both right and wrong, in in my view, in what they say. Um, You know, they talk about the importance of putting more density along transport corridors. Well, we absolutely need to do that. Um, That's right. Um, But they also talk about uh, spreading into uh, rural New Zealand, spreading into farmland. Um, And as I said at the start, that there's a real problem with that. And they would say some things they've tacked on which might um, make it easier to build more houses. I won't go into their policy because we're talking here about um, bipartisanship, but just to point out that you know they would probably say their policy is more complex than you're painting it. Your point is that it's not bipartisanship if you can change your just, mind two just years walk later. Away. Yeah. And this isn't a case of a new leader yeah. saying, hey, someone else came up with this because... Or was no well, Judith Collins was the leader. Judith when Collins was the leader when it was developed. Yeah. Nicola Willis, of course, was so it's the, not my policy. Yeah, says yeah, like yeah so. that's right. Yeah, but he was the leader when it was passed into law. But he'd only been the leader a few weeks. Got it. He yeah. voted for yeah, it. He voted for it. Mm. Um, his whole caucus voted for it. Everyone in Parliament except ACT voted for it. It was. It really was a, 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 a cross-party mm. agreement. Yeah. But you know, my main point is. While it's very valuable for us to have political debates about all sorts of issues, and and I, and I mentioned climate change before, we need to have lots of political debates yeah. about climate change. We need to be talking about what should be happening. In so rural you find New the Zealand. best idea, that, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. But at a certain point, when there are things that people can see are right but are too scared to propose because they think they'll lose votes in it, that's when you start to think, well, actually, can we do this? Can our MPs do this together rather than not letting the progress happen that everyone knows should happen for the sake of of votes? Good stuff. Uh, Thank you, Simon. I know people are interested in your thoughts on what's happened in Auckland today, but you're still collecting those that will be presumably in tomorrow's paper. It will, yes, and I'm writing about that at the moment. Okay, Simon (laughs) Simon Wilson solving the world's problems today.